0: Hey everyone, it's Cheryl and Tony. Welcome to this Wednesday morning edition of the Disney Drive Time Podcast. Good morning. Hello. Hello. How are you?
1: I'm good. It's been a while.
0: Yes, it has been.
1: We had a very busy uh, week. Yes. Mm-hmm. Lots of
0: vacation, lots of sunshine, some yes. cold weather.
1: Not very some much Some new experiences. Weather. It was a very nice time. We had nice weather uh, up until the very last day. It got a little bit chilly, but um, overall... A very nice vacation. Yes. So we have a lot to tell everybody about all of our experiences, but we also have a lot of news. So to keep this episode not too terribly long, we're going to run through the news and um, in the coming days when things slow down a little bit, we'll tell you all about our travels.
0: I'm sure everyone is on the edge of their seats waiting to hear what we did.
1: They probably are. I mean, if If they're listeners of ours, it's probably about the most exciting thing that's been going on lately.
0: That is true. Yeah.
1: So, what do we have for stories? Oh, we have some
0: very exciting news coming out of Disney Springs. Oh, really? And that is uh, the Columbia Sportswear store has a special limited, special edition Disney x Columbia collection, uh, which is uh, some gear that Disney worked with Columbia to create. It is cross branded with both logos on it, and it's uh, all sorts of clothes clothes for travel and outdoor work uh, or outde- outdoor wear. It's got, uh, you know, stay cool, stay dry, and protected uh, elements in the clothing. And it ranges to everything from t shirts, fleece jackets, sweaters, shorts, um, little sweatpants.
1: Give me a look at the picture over there.
0: Screen prints. It's got sun it's reflecting. It's very bright, technology. right? Is
1: it lots? It's red. It's actually it's the, all the, the basic colors. Mickey
0: colors. It's red, black, yellow, and white. Which um, I think is
1: a little bit of a stretch from what Columbia usually does. I mean, I think they're more like nature. Right uh, colors, so this is uh, bigger pops of color than what I would be used to from them.
0: Yep, and there are uh, there's artwork on it uh, showing Mickey exploring the wonders of nature. Cute. Yeah.
1: All right. Um, Harmonious at Epcot, the new show that's supposed to be coming. It looks like they are starting to put together some barges for that. That some of the par- parts of that are starting to roll out.
0: Yep, some uh, gigantic barges were seen on the uh, water in, how uh, can I think of the name of the lake now?
1: I don't know, the International Gateway Lake?
0: <laughs> there you go. The um, World Showcase Lake? World sh- World Showcase, sure. <laughs> God, all I can think of right now, I know Crescent Lake is out behind it, where the boardwalk and the Yacht Club are, and Hourglass Lake is between the... Uh,
1: are you going to name Pop all the lakes? Art of Animation,
0: uh, Lake Okeechobee <laughs> is down the road a bit. Um, but uh, yeah, so they've started putting some of these pieces in the water. Uh, you know, they're ramping up for a spring debut. Uh, we'll be replacing Epcot Forever, which was a temporary stopgap to replace
1: uh,
0: your favorite show.
1: Illuminations? Illuminations. It was my favorite?
0: I don't know. i oh. like to say it was your favorite show, but it wasn't. Um, so yeah, so... Uh, Epcot Forever is supposedly a love letter to the park. Uh harmonious. The US is uh capitalized, and it is supposed to celebrate um us.
1: <laughs> Being harmonious. Yeah. Us in harmony. Exactly. All right. Well, we're supposed to be perhaps maybe going to back to Disney World. Um, in April, so we'll see which show we get. when they say spring, whether they mean April whenever or whenever they, they give they mean a season, May. I
0: always, I always plan on it meaning like the very last day of that season.
1: But I mean, that's kind of what we thought with Galaxy's Edge, right? And it was the opposite. So
0: well, it was the opposite, except for the fact that I don't consider the land open until everything opened, and everything didn't open until very close to the end of winter.
1: Mm-hmm. So yeah.
0: Or a fall. As, as Maybe they're going
1: to come out with half a show Maybe. at Epcot. Right. It'll mm-hmm. be like, look, we've got barges and we have, uh, I don't know, some boats. we got
0: kites from the old show. we got barges from the and new one. We've got one. some music, but you we're, don't get fireworks We're going to do a mishmash of shows. <clears throat>
1: Um, the NFL Pro Bowl is going to be kicking off this Sunday at 1 p.m. And that is affiliated with Disney how?
0: Because Pro Bowl week is at the Walt Disney World Resort all week. The Pro Bowl itself is actually played at the stadium at ESPN Wide World of Sports. And, um, yeah, they, they start Wednesday with exhibits, uh, the Pro Bowl experience. Uh, they're having, um, uh, a pep rally they're doing things like uh, pro dodgeball um several pro, pro players are going to be there and compete in challenges at the pro bowl skills showdown so there's all sorts of stuff uh, the skills showdown is a ticketed event and tickets are available now through the uh, disney site um mm-hmm. And uh, there's going to be a pep rally at Disney Springs at the Marketplace Stage on Saturday night where you can, you'll can you be able to join NFL team mascots and cheerleaders for a night of dancing, NFL and Disney trivia, food and beverage, and NFL merchandise. There is no charge for the pep rally, uh, which is open to the public. And uh, Pro Bowl-themed entertainment will take place at 4, 5, and 6 p.m. on that night.
1: That sounds fun. Yeah. Yeah. Um, some concept art was released for the Magic Happens Parade. That is the parade that is supposed to be coming to Disneyland shortly.
0: That's right; it will be debuting in Disneyland on February 28th. Uh, we've spoken about this multiple times now. This is the one that has music by Todrick Hall. Mm-hmm. Um, but they did release some new uh, uh, sketches. Uh, There's a a float of Cinderella inside her pumpkin right after it expands. There's a a float with Merlin and a young Arthur from Sword in the Stone. Uh, There is a float that shows Prince Naveen and Tiana shortly after kissing and returning to their human form. Um, And then there is an accompanying video with that, which I will post to the group site.
1: Sounds good. Um, Back in Disney World, there is, I believe, as part of the Festival of the Arts... There is a new Figment Disney gift card wristlet.
0: That is right.
1: And that wristlet can be um, purchased with a minimum of a $15 um, credit on that gift card.
0: Correct. And it will be very popular because it's Figment and Figment is always popular. You can charge up to $1,000 on it if you would like.
1: You know what I saw that was cute Figment merchandise and I'm not really a Figment fan? What is that? Sleeping Figment. Really? It's pretty cute. It's like a plush and it's, you know, for someone who's not even all that much of a figment fan.
0: Or a plush fan.
1: Or a plush fan. Or a
0: cute fan. Except for me. You're (laughs) just not a fan of cute things.
1: I like cute things. Uh, But it's cute. Anyway. Um, If you like to hang out on Instagram.
0: The Instas, as we call it. That's what you call it. That's what the kids
1: call it. Um, You can follow Dr. Mark Penning. Well,
0: who is Dr. Mark Penning?
1: He is VP of Disney's Animals, Science, and Environment team. And you can follow him at um, Dr. Mark at Disney. So that's dr Mark at Disney. Right.
0: And uh, this Instagram account will follow him and his team as they go about their day-to-day working lives with animals and making an impact on environments across the globe.
1: Okay. Um, H2O Glow Nights are going to return to Typhoon Lagoon this summer. Um, it's going to be select nights from May 27th to August 29th. Those take place from 8 to 11 p.m. Uh, I don't so much remember. I'm sure we talked about this from last year. It looks like some glow, some day glow kind of.
0: That's right. This is actually the third season wow. of the uh, of the uh, H2O Glow Nights. Uh, it's based on a Toy Story cartoon called Party Source Rex. So you can meet Toy Story carefully. Toy Story 4 characters. I'm getting ahead of myself here. I'm so excited over this. (laughs) Um, And, of course, they will have specifically themed food and beverage menu items. There will be a DJ-hosted dance party, a shop with exclusive event merchandise, as well as Typhoon Lagoon attractions with shorter lines.
1: And in the dark, which is a little odd.
0: Right. Let's do a wave pool in the dark.
1: Let's hope we can...
0: Maybe the wave pool won't be open. I don't know how well that's lit. Although they've done nighttime events there before. Yeah. Um, so it's it's got to be. Maybe they lit. have good
1: lighting. I've never been there at night, so who knows?
0: Nor have we. But that event, as Cheryl mentioned, uh, will take place from May 27th through August 29th on select nights from 8 to 11 p.m. Uh, if you are attending the party, you can enter Typhoon Lagoon as early as 6 p.m. on event nights. Tickets are available at a special discounted price of $65.
1: And that is a pre purchase uh That is prices, a pre purchase right?
0: price, correct. Okay.
1: All right. Um, Disney has been named one of the world's most admired companies by Forbes magazine.
0: Yes, and it was uh, voted as one of the most admired companies by the Disney Drive Team podcast team as well.
1: Really? Yeah. Nice. Uh,
0: Although although the Fortune – Uh, designation holds a little more weight than ours
1: they were what number four they
0: were ranked number four which is the uh, second consecutive year they've been at that ranking Uh, this is the 17th year in a row that the Disney company is the top spot in the entertainment industry and Disney scored the highest marks across all industries for its quality of products and services Um, the fortune uh, ranking is put together by uh, Forbes beginning with 1,500 companies from across the globe, the 1,000 largest U.S. companies ranked by revenue, along with non-U.S. companies in their global 500 database with revenues of at least $10 billion. Um, And then they uh, uh, took a look at 680 companies across 30 countries.
1: Fascinating. Yeah. All right.
0: It's all about data. (laughs)
1: I'm more interested in popcorn buckets, Oh, especially wow. this popcorn bucket. So there's two actual, actually um, newly released buckets. Um, one of them is this new uh, Skyliner popcorn bucket. Very cute. Um, it, I did, we did not see it, or I don't think it was released when we were there, although it is available, I think, in Epcot, which is not where we were. Right. Um, very attractive. Similar to the Funko Pop, I feel like.
0: Very similar in size. Um, this popcorn bucket right now is only available in Epcot and it is noted as the inaugural year Skyliner popcorn bucket. Um, it is the red, uh, Skyliner that has been in all of the advertising for the right. Skyliner. Every time you see the Skyliner, it happens to be the red car gondola. Um, and these popcorn buckets are right now available at a popcorn cart in front of future world near the, uh, I'm sorry, near the electric umbrella or at the fife and drum in the world showcase.
1: Hmm. Yeah. Did you mention okay, so how much they are? Only at Epcot. I don't think I did, no.
0: They are $17. All
1: right. That's not terrible. Um, and they come with popcorn, right? They do. Which, uh, Tony, we, we he was in uh, Galaxy's Edge this past um, weekend, and he bought a...
0: Here's some of our st- here's some of our stories from our vacation. Yeah. See, we don't get to bore people with vacation photos; we get to bore them with vacation podcasts. Right. So I was in Hollywood Studios, and I managed to pick up three Millennium Falcon popcorn buckets at the uh, discounted uh, bargain rate price of twenty five dollars each.
1: And you'd think he would have brought me back a whole bunch of popcorn, but no, he just bought the.
0: Well, I had already purchased my popcorn because I heard there was rumor that they were available in Hollywood Studios. Mm-hmm. And of course, I went to Galaxy's Edge, and I asked in Galaxy's Edge, I said, do you have the Millennium Falcon popcorn buckets? And this resident of Batuu looked at me like I was crazy and said, they're not available here on planet. And I said, okay, is there somewhere in the park I can get them? And she said, they're not available on planet. (laughs) Okay, so now I've got to step into another section of the park in order to buy this. And I happened to buy a box of popcorn outside the animation courtyard entrance, which is near the Brown Derby. And um, I bought my popcorn and I asked the popcorn vendor, I said, do you know where I can get one of those Millennium Falcon popcorn buckets? At which point he looked at me and pointed above his head to where the Millennium Falcon was suspended over the counter and I had not seen it. So
1: so you spent $4 on a popcorn.
0: I spent, I was it $4? Sure. Let's $5 say on popcorn? dollars don't know. I don't know how much $17.
1: popcorn is. is. We we're big fans of the refillable popcorn bucket because we eat a lot of popcorn in Disney World. And it, I love a bargain, and I think the refillable popcorn bucket is one of the only bargains available in Disney World these days.
0: As well as on the Disney Cruise.
1: It's true. Yes, you can do it on the Disney Cruise Because we Cruise bought
0: too. a refillable bucket on the Disney Cruise and then used it in the parks
1: on yes, Monday. that's true. And we've done the opposite even more often where we've been in the parks – we buy the refillable bucket, and then we refill it on the cruise, too. The refills are about $2.
0: $2. $1.50 on the cruise ship, I think, $2 on the in the parks. Which is a
1: pretty sweet deal. I'm always it like, is. the kids want a snack. I'm like, how about popcorn? How about we have some popcorn? It
0: is. Just don't try to use a Disney rewards card to pay
1: for it. Oh, yeah. That was a whole different nightmare. But anyway. All right. So th- what we were talking about, there's a second popcorn bucket, or at least a second holder of things. Um, this one's over in Disneyland right now. It is a Kylo Ren TIE Interceptor. Uh, bucket. I don't know if we call it a popcorn bucket because what are the choices of what you can have, what you can get with it or in it?
0: Well, first off, let me explain something to you. Yes. Uh, it's listed as a Thai Interceptor, but it's actually the Thai Whisper. Okay. Which is what Kylo Ren flies.
1: Sorry.
0: Um, but uh, this is listed – in one story, it's listed as a popcorn bucket. In the actual verbiage of the story, it is listed as a French fry holder – slash slushy slash soda holder. Yeah,
1: so they're calling it a popcorn bucket. And this is just in somebody's bad story, apparently. Um, they're calling it a popcorn bucket. And then nowhere in the story does it say anything about popcorn. It just says you can get it with either French fries, a soft drink, or a slushy.
0: That's right. If you would like it with fries or a slush, you get it for nineteen forty nine plus tax. And if you would like it with a soft drink, it's eighteen forty nine plus tax.
1: I don't know. Those and, people in Disneyland better get their stuff together. And
0: it is available at the Galactic Grill. Okay. Once again, it is not available on planet.
1: No. Don't even ask. Yes. Uh, So anyway, that's it for popcorn buckets, which I feel like there's new ones coming out every day.
0: Yeah, like Disney. Once once they find something that's – so we've got – Gift cards, limited edition gift cards. We can sell you. We've got seventy three different sets of ears that we're putting out, like two pair of ears a week. We're now putting out popcorn buckets at uh, a rate faster than we can uh, we can you know put out news stories about them.
1: Yeah. Um, people tip- are. I mean, people are buying them. The gift cards, at least, they don't get anything out of that. So I I like that. I mean, they don't. They're not charging you an extra like dollar or two for the cuter gift cards. No, but you know the- what they're
0: getting from it. They're getting your money because, oh, uh, you know, that's $15. Uh, I need $15 to load that gift card. Know, Maybe that's $15 you didn't spend.
1: Well, you're spending it on something Although else. if you're at
0: Disney, you're probably spending it on something.
1: Yeah, it doesn't matter. Um, all right, so speaking of ears that are constantly coming out, I'm sorry, Tony, jumping ahead another another like, couple of stories. Um, they have some new pink peony ears at Disneyland. And while I'm not a huge fan of all the different ears they're coming out with, these are very cute, and Tony mentioned that he thought that they would probably be coming to the Epcot Flower and Garden Festival, which makes a lot of sense. It only makes sense. Yeah. So I think we will be seeing not just peony ears, but probably all sorts of flowers before Flower and Garden Festival. Right. But those are cute, and those are at the standard pricing of $29.99, like all the rest of the ears have been.
0: Yes. And they are oversized pink peonies. Peonies? Peonies. Peonies?
1: Not peonies. Peonies. Peonies.
0: I'm not really good with the peonies. Mm. Um, It is an oversized pink peony with a silk green headband and then light pink velvet on the inside.
1: Very pretty. Okay. Um, The peonies are not going to survive well in the weather that they are having in Orlando. So um, I had said that we had had nice weather when we were down there. We did, um, Isabel and I did uh, like a day and a half before our cruise. Tony came down a day before the cruise. Um, Beautiful weather. Before the cruise, Um, beautiful weather on the cruise. And then when we got back, um, our cruise came in on Monday and it was chilly in Orlando. I think we started out the morning somewhere in the low 50s with a high of 62, 62 at like three o'clock. So yeah, it was a chilly day. Um, And because of that, Blizzard Beach is closed um, again. From the 20th to the 22nd, right now for uh, cold weather. So. That's
0: right. If you're listening to this on the day it's released, it's the 22nd, which means if you're going to Blizzard Beach today,
1: uh, it was closed. Yeah, don't my, I don't even know what day it is anymore. And if
0: you're listening to this at some date in the future, eh, they closed it because it was cold.
1: <laughs> yeah, we're just telling you it was cold in, Flor- in Florida. So, um, The Margaritaville Hotel has been added to the Good Neighbor program. That's Good news for people who would like to stay there. I don't know a whole lot about this resort, um, but I've heard from my trusty travel agent that there are some deals available from January 19th to December 31st, which is pretty much, well, it is all year. It's all year, <laughs>
0: yeah. uh, It's a Margaritaville resort introductory offer that has discounted package pricing. Um, the cool thing is, uh, so Margaritaville is way... On the other side of Disney property, like towards Animal Kingdom, over by the Cracker Barrel that you like to go to mm-hmm. out, out there. What road is that? I
1: have no idea.
0: It's like uh, 192. Let's call it 192. I don't know what the actual road is. Let's <laughs> just, gonna, let's gonna just give up- false information. Okay, great. I, li- I like to make up uh, highway
1: names. Okay.
0: Um, and Margaritaville has a uh, hotel with 184 guest rooms, uh, including a Sunset Walk, the Sunset Walk Retail Center, a fitness center, multiple pools, they actually have a, a water park there called Island H2O Live. Uh, but if you are a guest at the Margaritaville Resort Orlando, you can take transportation to the Ticket and Transportation Center where you can then access Walt Disney World transportation for free. So they are extending uh, their use of transportation like they do to other
1: uh, kind good of like, neighbor guests. I kind of like that. I want, Do all the good neighbor hotels do that? Drop off just at the TTC?
0: Uh, most of the good neighbor resorts are more in the Disney Springs area. So I think they utilize Disney Springs as their uh, central, hub. central hub.
1: They bring people to Disney Springs and then people pick up buses from there? I think so. Maybe. We'll have to look into that. Yeah. That's but I questions. like that. I like to, that people are getting dropped off at the TTC. It just gives – you can probably run the buses more often. You're only running them to one place. And then people are able to get to wherever they need to from there. Right. So I like that. Okay. Uh, hoo, hoo, hoo. Oh, uh, Star Wars Rise of Skywalker has moved to the fifth spot as far as rankings of movies right now, which is kind of sad. They're dropping quick, um, but they did hit the $1 billion mark.
0: Well, first off, the movie's been out for four weeks now, so it's, you know. Yeah, but talk
1: to me about one of the other really successful, like.
0: Okay, Avengers Endgame.
1: Yeah, how Stayed long on top that? for a while. Exactly.
0: But there, uh, I was going to say there really wasn't any competition, but it was the summer. Um Star Wars uh, was knocked out last week by 1917, uh, but this week there were two new big releases, and those releases were Bad Boys for Life starring uh, uh, Will Smith and Martin Lawrence, and Doolittle, starring Robert Downey Jr. Uh, Bad Boys for Life finished in first place. Doolittle finished in second place. 1917 dropped down to uh, third place. Last week's number three, which was Jumanji: The Next Level, dropped down to fourth place, and Star Wars: Episode Nine, Rise of the Sky of Skywalker, dropped from fifth from second place to, to fifth place. Um, they did drop forty four point nine percent in box office for this week, so they only brought in eight point three million dollars. Uh, the good news is that they have cracked the one billion dollar mark um, worldwide.
1: Well, thank goodness for that. So that
0: means it is no longer the worst performing movie of the recent Star Wars trilogies.
1: Okay. Um,
0: Frozen 2 is still hanging in there uh, at 10th place with $3.7 million this weekend and uh, $1.4 billion at the box office. Now, that
1: one's been out for a while. The fact that that's still in the theaters is pretty good.
0: And they're re-releasing it. With a sing-along. Uh, the sing-along version. Yeah. So we, sh- we should be seeing more of that as well.
1: Right. So we saw Rise of Skywalker for a – well, you've seen it lots of times. I saw it for a second time when we were on the cruise ship. That's right. Um, because there are full-length feature movies. First-run feature movies mm-hmm. in the Walt Disney Theater. That play in the Disney Theater. And so we did that. Uh, we saw two movies. We saw um, Maleficent and we saw um, – Rise of Skywalker. That's right. One, on of, one
0: of the many benefits of going on a Disney cruise is that uh, you know you can spend thousands of dollars <laughs> to see a twelve dollar movie,
1: yeah, a first run movie. A twelve dollar movie for four people.
0: That's true. So we saved forty eight dollars. We
1: did. That's a huge savings. Okay. Um, the World, according to Jeff Goldblum, is a TV show on Disney Plus.
0: You have to get away from saying TV show. It is it's a it's a show. There is no more television. It's streaming content.
1: Okay. There's a streaming. Put that finger c- down. There's a streaming content on Disney Plus called The World According to Jeff Goldblum, and it has been renewed for a second season.
0: That's right. He is currently scheduled to wrap up his first season this Friday, the 24th. Uh, and Disney has announced that season two um, is going to debut soon, it will be another 10 episode season. Uh, and this is actually part of the National Geographic uh, network. As you know, Nat Geo, as they call it, is part of the Disney Plus family. Um, so this was originally, you know, brokered by National Geographic, um, but it is hosted on Disney Plus, which is Disney's uh, streaming content service.
1: Okay. Gateway Gifts, we had said last week, was um, closed for a very short remodel. It has been reopened, so you don't have to... Uh, I don't. You don't have to go looking at Disney Springs for your merchandise if you were on your way out of the park and you thought you were going to miss stuff. And that's um, right.
0: And it, it is now very similar in design elements and interior content to the camera center. Uh, so they look, you know, they're on both sides of Spaceship Earth. And
1: they sort of mirror and, each other. And
0: now they uh, have a, a good look. Okay. Complimenting each other.
1: This was an interesting story because I had no idea who this character was. Mm-hmm. But they had a um, sort of obscure character meet, um, doing a meet and greet in the Magic Kingdom in, uh, f- what do you call it? Future World? Tomorrowland? Tomorrowland. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness. Someone's still
0: enjoying the, the, the at-sea drink
1: package Oh, my apparently. goodness. Um, in Tomorrowland, I'm sorry. Um, Jim Hawkins from Treasure Planet, which... I sort of knew it was a movie, but that's I've never right. Seen Suddenly, it.
0: it's 2002, and Jim Hawkins is greeting guests in Tomorrowland. Um,
1: I wouldn't have known. It, I wouldn't have known who it was. He would have to be holding up a sign that said, "I'm t- I'm the I'm character Jim Hawkins. Jim Hawkins from Treasure Planet, the 2002 Disney movie. Was it animated? Disney it animated was. It movie. Was,
0: it was actually nominated for an Oscar. Wow. In 2002, as best animated feature. Um, it was not a very successful movie. It only made $110 million worldwide, uh, but there is a large cult following. And now that uh, it, Disney Plus is around, you know, it's just, huh. it's gathering new fans.
1: Like, do you think they had to, like, make that outfit recently? Because, or, I or think, do you think they had it? it I think in a they closet just somewhere. got an outfit
0: somewhere. This is probably, you know, he's probably one of the characters when they do those 24 hour nights where they're open and all the weird, you know, like, Weird characters come out.
1: I've still never heard of this one.
0: Really? Coming well, out. we're gonna have to watch it.
1: I mean, I've heard of the movie. I've just well, never yeah, well, heard of have this to character watch it so being can, a, so you can see it. So that when he's out when I'm in future world, I'll know who it is. Like
0: how would it be like, hey man, I'm a I'm a friend of a Disney character. Well, who who are you? Who are you friends with? And Jim Hawkins and his friends are like, who? <laughs> You're gonna be who?
1: Yeah. No, weird. All right. And that's it. I think that's it.
0: That's a little longer show than normal, but we did have a lot to catch up on. And uh, as Cheryl mentioned, we will be going over some elements of our vacation over the next couple of days and uh, sharing those highlights with you.
1: So stay tuned because you don't want to miss any tasty tidbits.
0: No, you don't. (laughs) Uh, So until tomorrow, I'm Tony. And I'm Cheryl. And you've been listening to the Disney Drive Time Podcast.